Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird. OG is back in the house, and Dexter is in the house tonight. You know it. So uh, uh, we got a lot a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Um, you know, we had the, the draft. We had the draft. We had uh, the Braves uh, playing yesterday, OG. We had the Hawks playing last night. And even we had, I think Atlanta United played last night or either the day before. And uh, so a lot of stuff going on. You got Janet Jackson in town at State Farm, and you got Taylor Swift at uh, at um, the the Falcons uh, Stadium. So Mercedes Benz. So that's a lot of money being generated in Atlanta right now. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Both of them have restraining orders against me. What a you know small world. Is it you or is it them? It's their lawyers is what it is. Is that what it is? That's what it is, man. Well, what did you do to them, Dex? <sighs> Obviously nothing, man, if they put restraining orders on me. so. Well, you know, hey, just, you know. I miss you, Janet. <laughs> well, uh, OG, you know, we're talking about the NBA draft. And NFL? I, I mean, I mean, not the NFL draft, but we're talking about the NBA playoffs. And, uh, you know, our Hawks were in the playoffs last night, and uh, it ended. We kind of knew it was going in. But they – I got to give it to them. They, I think they hung in that pretty good. Yeah, they, they won more than I thought. I thought they'd maybe get one. But they got two, and they played them tough. They, they played them really tough uh, a couple of those games. I mean, they were close games, and it was a close series. And I think – it surprised me as a as a Hawks fan. I, I would imagine it also surprised a lot of other Hawks fans that to show that hey, there's some future here. There's some real promise, and uh, you know, a full season under under Quinn. I think I think we'll be all right. Well, you know, we 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 gonna have to do a little remove and replace, and uh, uh, you know, it's it's gonna have to be a couple of. It's gonna have to be some changes. It's gonna be some major changes. I think. Yeah, but I, I, if we have we have our core solidified, you know, let's get some. Let's get well. Who's the core? Trey. Okay. I mean, I mean let's let's be real. <laughs> and maybe uh, Murray. Murray. Yeah. Okay. So, but the rest of them, I, I, they got. Well, I like Sadiq Bay. I think a full year with Sadiq Bay, he'll be a lot better player. But the rest of them cats, yep. DeAndre Hunter, uh, John Collins, I, I ain't got nothing for them. I mean, they, they 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 just don't show up. And so, if Quinn can can play a tough series against a very good Boston team with somebody else's team, imagine what he can do with his own with guys it, and his, his own, own system, and, and with players that fit his mold. That's right. That's right. I I, I just uh, and you can tell. I think Trey likes playing for him. You know, he done ran off two coaches, but. I, <laughs> I think Trey likes playing for Quinn Snyder because Quinn communicates with him and Quinn communicates with all the players. And I think that's in the, in the long run, that's going to be better for us, but we got to get, you know, we got to get some quality uh, players in there, namely a three and a four, which is what Hunter and uh, John Collins are. Uh, Collins can either be, can also be a five, but, uh, we 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 just got to get some help. No defense. There's, it's just no defense to be played by the Atlanta Hawks. OG, and and I think that got that got exposed. Oh, I, I mean, did it? <laughs> I, and and I was a little bit relieved, but also surprised that Trey is not the only one to throw up those erratic three-pointers and and poor ball handling because Tatum Tatum has a little bit of that in him too. Jason Tatum, yeah. Well, but he makes most of his. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that's you know, the difference. I mean, you know, I ain't got no problem with Trey jacking him up if he made him at a high percentage. Right. But I think for him, three, the three-pointer was 32%. You can't have that. Yeah. And he's supposed to be a sharpshooter. You know, it just. Well, he was two years ago, but this year it didn't happen. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think it was a lot of stuff to do with that. So uh, around the league, you got me some stuff on the rest of the NBA playoffs? Yeah. So. I guess the big one is the Heat upset the Bucks. Right, right. And and not I mean that was that was not a close series. It was 4 games to 1. Right. 
And that, I think, is the shocker. It's the shocker when Jimmy Butler just went off and uh, and then Giannis got hurt a game. But I think in the game that in the deciding game, he still had 38 points. But I just think the Bucks, I mean, the Heat wanted it more. You know, and, and we don't see it. I think it's happened one or maybe two other times where the eight beats the one. Yeah. Um, and, and I just it's good to see every now and then because for for decades it never happened never ever happened but now we're starting to see a little more of that which i think is good it means the balance you know the teams are a little more balanced than they were 20 years ago but um i think you're right that the heat wanted it and i got to give mad respect to Giannis for his post game yeah, comments um just what a respectful just mature young man yeah, very well spoken in, in the English that you can understand. But uh yeah, he, he and those those guys they ask some they ask some interesting questions. You know, and he yeah, they're him, trying to bait him. Yeah, they're trying, trying to bait him because he said, Man, you asked me the same thing last year. <laughs> you know? and, and and you know, and Giannis was right. I mean, uh it's the it's a sport, and sometimes you win and sometimes you don't win, right? Right? right. No matter how good you are, no matter what kind of team you got, some you 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 really do not win them all. Correct. You and know what I mean? There's. Well, go ahead. Dennis. Hey, uh, let me. I wanted to uh, circle back to this uh, from earlier because I was thinking about it. What do you guys think of them trying to draft more players from Europe because there's going to be a better balance of fundamentals in defense, or is just we just had like a lot of surprise fluke guys show up? Uh, you know they'll the league will do what it needs to do to create the game that they want. I, I, I would say, and the game today is three point shots, spacing mm-hmm. uh, more so than uh, you know uh, posting up. Okay, because you got Wimbenyama coming in from yeah, France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I got mean, Jokic, uh, Novik, or whatever. I mean, all those guys from like Serbia. Guys. I mean, Giannis from Greece. And a lot of them are jump shooters. They're more finesse players. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, oh, is Europe invading America? Like, what's the deal? I, I don't think so. I just think that the league is just, you know, it's the type of game that's being played now. See, in the 80s, they couldn't do that because those guys are finesse players. They wouldn't have lasted in the 80s. Yeah. You know, they would have been beat up, OG. Yeah, I was just going to it, it's a different style of play than the current in the NBA. And, and that's why a lot of those guys are dominant because the NBA's got to almost catch up or catch back up with that style and, and they'll adapt and, and then there'll be a run where they're not that great. And then, you know, it'll shift again. And so it's a, it's always an ebb and a flow, but right now, yeah, they're, they're all the rage, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's everybody's adapting. I guarantee you. Uh, what's the the cat that's coming out from France? Uh, Victor Webinyama. Okay, I guarantee you, he don't know how to post up. I mean, you know, he might take some shots in the paint just because of how big he is. But uh-huh. like, okay, perfect example. John Collins been playing in the league six years, and he still don't have a post up game, and it's terrible because you got. Any time in basketball when you go inside and you don't have a post-up move, that's yeah. not good. And you saw it in that game last night. Collins, he does not know how to post up a player. He couldn't get a shot out. They they double-teamed him, and, and he's flipping and twisting and all. <laughs> you know, it just it don't make no sense, OG. You know, I, I, it's just he can't he cannot do that. He does not have that in his bag of tricks. So he loses. He's not an all around player. He, he's kind of siloing himself as a, you know, as a one dimensional player almost. And he wants to be a three point sh- shooter and he's not that. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's not accurate enough. And he's not accurate enough. So, you know, and, and, you know, going on with the rest of the league, the Lakers and, uh, and, uh, Memphis Grizzlies has turned out and, you know, into a great series. And uh, you know, Dylan Brooks talking that yak to LeBron. Oh, yeah. And and uh hit him in the nuts. Yeah, well, yeah, he did, but you know, uh LeBron is still a man. And 
uh, you know, the Lakers, I got to give it to them. I didn't think they would show, but they've, they've tried to show. Yeah. And, and they, they've, they played a tough series. I mean, the games have not been really a blowout either way. I think it's, it's just who's hot that night is going to win, but that may be the best series so far. Um, Outside of maybe the the heat upsetting the Bucks, but uh, the other series of note is the Kings were up two games to zero on Golden State. Right. Golden State ran off three in a row, and again we've talked about this before: is Golden State is lazy until they need to turn it on. But boy, they can turn it on. They can turn it on. I mean, Steph, I've seen him throw a shot in the other night, and he literally, literally threw it in. I mean, it was it was he th- he got hit and he threw it in from about 34 feet. It's, it's, it's crazy. And then you got Draymond with his antics and it works. Yeah. It works. So it's some, it's some definitely some good playoff basketball going on in the NBA. OG. I think, I think the, 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 uh, the Warriors are a team that they need a wake up call and it was starting to get to that point down. Oh, two that they got that wake up call. They got the wake up call. And, and now I think they're going to be, they could be the team to beat um, here on out, just because they're they are ready. They're they're focused now, and they just you got to get hit sometimes before you uh, you kind of get in the game. All right, so who's who's going to win the NBA title, Dex? Uh, Denver. We already know it. OG, uh, he's got a point. I think it's going to be a, a team in the West. I think I I can't go I can't go against Denver. Well, I'm just gonna tell you I don't know. So yeah. <laughs> I sound just, like Denver to me. I just don't leave it at that. <laughs> so you know, hey, it's some good basketball going on, folks. Check it out. All right, when we come back, we are going to talk about the NFL draft last night. Who did the Atlanta Falcons pick? Do you like the pick? And why? Hey, if you're tuning in, tune in and and call in and type in and let us know who you think. All right, we'll be back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Hey, this is Mo Beta from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, guys, we back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Want to tell you to don't forget to uh, check us out on the Couch Spot on Twitter. Um... Check us out on all your social media outlets, you know, Podbean, Spotify. Uh, you know, we're right here in Cartersville, Georgia, and, uh, you know, we're we doing it every Friday at 6 o'clock. And, you know, you can type in or you can call in, and we can send you the app, So you, I mean the uh, link, so you can uh, chime in and talk with us on the show. And, uh, you know, sometimes we got surprises. So, you know, you never know. You might have a good idea that we need to talk about. And one more thing. I uh, want to tell you the Couch Potato Sports Report is going to be on the move. May 27th of uh, the 27th of May, we're going to be down in McDonough, Georgia, doing the bridging the process money-making market. And uh, they're going to have all kind of vendors. Uh, we're going to be there. Going to have T-shirts. 
things you can pick up and uh represent the show so uh stay with us uh you know we're gonna be we're gonna be there from 10 to 4. uh actually it's gonna be from 10 to 4 but we'll probably be there about four hours 10 to 2. so you know if you're in mcdonough area come check us out we'll even sign an autograph for you i get dex to sign for you how about that you buy a t-shirt he'll sign it sure why not man <laughs> just don't make it a, a, a subpoena all right all right on that contact melissa taylor on that and if you'll go to the bridge in the process um facebook page you'll see all the information you need to see all right guys uh we had the nfl draft last night og i couldn't wait i had my you know i was thinking about my falcons man we finna get better defensively and we went offense what's your thoughts i too was like okay we got some talent uh, Jalen Carter is on the board. Jalen, it's a no-brainer. Yes. And it was such a letdown for me. We sense. picked a running back. Well, we already have one of the top backfields in the league with Cordell Patterson and then last year's number five, uh, fifth-round pick, Tyler Algier. Right. Why the heck are we picking off? I just, oh, it kills me. It kills me. Well, on that note, I think, that's uh arthur blank i mean um arthur smith trying to get you know we're we're we are a tight end dominated offense so you know we run two tight ends a lot and he likes that run first method so with him he felt like uh b john robinson is saying the, they saying he is the best back in uh coming out in the draft this year uh they say he can catch the football out of the backfield supposed to be a generational player and the thinking is we're going to get that guy to make us complete. I'm with you. I would have picked Jalen Carter. He dropped right to us. And, and then I said, well, if we don't get Jalen Carter right here, maybe we can get Nolan Smith in the second round. He went, he was the 31st player chosen in the first round. And you know where they went to Philadelphia. They got what four of the, uh, players off the best defense in college football the last two years on their team so you know i'm i'm, I'm I, I was beside myself but the rave is Dijon robinson is that dude and, well we got to stop somebody too and that's fine he can be that dude that is great but we don't need that dude we need a do a different dude we need somebody on so, defense somewhere yes give me a linebacker give me a Tied a, 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 a defensive tackle, a defensive end. Give me something. Just stop somebody. <laughs> Man, I can't believe the Eagles reloaded like that. They were already a pretty decent team, and then they show up. And well, well, let me tell you what they did, too. Once they seen that Jalen Carter was not picked at seven, they immediately did a trade to move up to eight to – see yeah now nah, to move up to nine and when we didn't pick Jalen Carter they picked it. no yeah so they got Nolan Smith they got uh uh Big Davis number 90 they got uh uh, uh Dean what's his name um uh, the Dean kid out of Georgia I forget his first name and then they got uh Jalen Carter so they got <laughs> you know 40 percent of the defense <laughs> from georgia of two years ago that they were saying it was the best defense in college football so you know i don't know i, I i'm sure that the falcons got a good explanation i've been listening all day and 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 this kid b john robinson is a, a very smart kid very good kid very humble and they saying he's that dude on offense but i'm like oh gee you know we got to stop some people I, I'm just looking right now at all of the defensive players that got drafted after we picked. I mean, th there was plenty of talent to choose plenty, from. Plenty, plenty. So I don't know if if we just picked the best available player that I, I just I don't I don't understand the strategy there. They call him the bit. He's the best. Uh, the best available athlete is what they. Yeah, I think is what they that's call a good, but I just, we've got, we've got Cordell Patterson, who, who's a wide receiver slash running back, who, who can catch the ball and run. 
And then we've got the the ground and pound um, uh, Tyler. Tyler Argiers, yeah. So this is a hybrid of both of those. Yeah, that's great. But, man, I just. I I was disappointed too, OG. I ain't going to lie. I said, man, Jalen Carter just dropped right to us. He was projected first player chosen in the draft if if he didn't have, if the thing with the wreck and all that stuff didn't happen. And he dropped to us at number eight, and we let him go by. And all I can think about is uh, uh, J.J. Watt. Yeah. Not J.J. T.J. T.J. Watt. How we let T.J. Watt go by. He he was there for us. We let him go. And and see, we've got – and I think they're banking on – some of the guys they drafted last year saying that, okay, they got another year on them. They're going to be better. We're going to develop them. But I want stoppers now. You know, I want I want to win now. And you had a chance to put him next to Grady Jarrett. You, you got uh, Jarrett on one side. You got uh, Carter on the right side as D-tackles. And Clyde Campbell right and in the Clyde middle. Campbell. And then you And then you, you got them defensive ends. That, oh, I, that's all I could see, but it didn't. I didn't. It didn't happen, OG. I just, I just don't understand, T Bird. I just, I, I, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm frustrated. I said a few choice words. Uh, I'll be honest. I said a few choice words after that pick. Yeah, I, I didn't understand. I was texting with some of my friends, and they were saying the same thing. What if maybe that whole accident thing? They have some sort of inside knowledge to where it, it doesn't look good for him. And that was part of the reason why they got him, why they didn't get him. Well, the, the 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 knock on him is that they don't think that he's totally passionate about football. Okay, now when I, of course, when you hear him talk when he gets drafted, he's crying, he's very emotional, and he's saying, "I'm ready to go to work and and all that stuff." But Tack McKinley said that too, so. <laughs> You know, there's a not that I I think that did have something to do with it because the Falcons try to be clean. Uh, Arthur Blank don't want no more distractions, especially uh, since Michael Vick. That that changed the whole thing in his thinking. So, um, I would have had to draft him. I me personally, I would have had to get him, or at least Nolan Smith. Oh, but yeah, but in DNC, we we don't. I picked tonight or forty four. 75 and I think 105. And so that that's in the second round, the for, pick 44. Nola Smith didn't last that long. Yeah. You know, so yeah. You know. I I did I really like what the Texans did. Yeah. With DeMarco Smith. I mean, he wants ball players today. So he got himself a ball player, CJ Stroud. Yeah. That was not not a huge surprise. Right. But then the move to get back up there and get himself a, a, a defensive signal caller. Yes. That that's a man among boys right there. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a offensive record right there. Yes, sir. With Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, no doubt. Will Anderson Jr. Oh man. I would have loved to get him, but of course he went, uh, what second, didn't he? And then, uh, Bryce Young went first, first, uh, quarterback. That was a little run on quarterbacks. And tonight there's going to be a run on tight ends. That's some good tight ends in the league. We don't need one, but I would have loved to have Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Uh, there's a couple of more tight ends around the league. Michael Mayer is going to be uh, – he's the, he's that throwback tight end, and t- he's going to be a perennial Pro Bowl tight end, I guarantee you. When, I, did, when did Notre Dame get a football team? Uh, uh, go ahead, OG. <laughs> Uh, speaking of tight ends, I love the Buffalo Bills pick. They picked Dalton Kincaid, who's yeah. a tight end out of Utah, who single-handedly won them that uh, game against USC to keep USC out of the playoffs. Right, right. Um, love that pick. They And they've got some ballers up there, too. They got Dawson Knox. They had um, uh, uh, Jack Nicholson's son, for, uh, grandson for a couple of years okay. went to Florida State. But um, Dalton Kincaid, man, great pick. And But – there's there are some good talent and it looks like we're the league is kind of moving to that tight end tight end yeah uh, more of a tight end focus of kind of big guys but also can catch can catch and uh it's gonna be a run on tight ends night it's a bunch of good tight ends around the league uh coming out of college and uh there's gonna be a run on tight end and i i look for um the kid like i say out of notre dame 
to to be an early uh, second pick and uh, second round pick. And uh, so, you know, need a tight end. So talking about kind of surprise picks here, I've got two two surprises. What are your thoughts on Anthony Richardson going so early to the Colts? The Colts needed a quarterback, yeah, no doubt. But are you are you surprised that he is the guy they picked? I tell you, I tell you what. When I watched him in the combine, I was impressed. He hell of a combine. Uh, this guy's uh, what's he like six six four? Feet? I think. Okay, two thirty. Okay, can run, can throw the ball to the moon. But I think the problem is he's young and his his accuracy. So he's gonna have to be developed. Now. I was surprised that he moved up to four. I was told that I, I, I thought that he may be a high second rounder or a late first. <clears throat> but to go up to four like he did, that tells you that he impressed people in his interviews and he impressed people in that combine. And that's great. But man, he his college play uh, his college resume is pretty short. Mm -hmm. He did not start right. a ton of games at Florida. And yeah, he has arm strength out the wazoo. The kid is fast. He can run, but he cannot. He he had the same. He I think the Colts are going to have the same problem that the Falcons had last year with a mobile quarterback. But he he just you can't well, can't be accurate. Well, I will say I think right now he's better than Mariota. <laughs> but but yeah, he's going to have to be developed, and I think that they well aware of that. But I think that they got a good athlete quarterback that they feel like they can develop and um you know that to and he's that i mean if you watch this combine and combines don't tell you a whole lot what's gonna happen on the field but he's a hell of an athlete he that he is um he it, the last college game he played was the florida florida state game which i am heavily invested in but he nearly won the game with his legs, right. but then lost it with his arm. And so <laughs> yeah. I, I, it'll be it'll be a up and down, but he'll need a mentor type, somebody somebody to really develop him. And the last thing I have, Will Levis. What a surprise. Right, Will Levis. Yeah. Well, again, Will Levis, I think, you know, he's the quarterback out of Kentucky. Will be picked in the second round, I believe. I think he'll go pretty early in the second round, but I, th I just think they got the league got questions about can he lead your team? Can he be that leader that you need? Uh, but, you know, he's got a high interception rate, and I'm sure that turned a lot of people off as well. I think he – I thought he improved his status tremendously at the Combine. So to see him not get drafted the first round, when there were several quarterbacks getting picked left, right, and center – I was a little surprised. I, I really was, but I, it shows that hey, we want mobile quarterbacks that are true leaders on the field and athletes. And and, and he's not as much of an athlete as some of these other cats. He's probably more of a, a pocket passer, and the league seems to be moving a little bit away from that. So you know, we'll see. Like I say, I think he'll go early second round. Also, you know, looking at the draft, the draft, the NFL draft is such a big spectacle now. It's a weekend event. Uh, there were so many people in Kansas City. Did you did you see the draft? There were so many people uh, in Kansas City from all the uh, teams in the league. You had Falcon people there. You had Seahawks. You had the Kansas City people. There. Everybody got their jerseys on, waiting on their player to get picked. There's a lot. There was a lot of money moving around in Kansas City last night. That's what the league wants, and uh, you know. Again, they going back to when um, when the commissioner comes out on the stage, he gets booed. He don't care because he makes $50 million a year. <laughs> you can boo me all day long if I'm the commissioner and I'm the owners are paying me $50 million per year, Dexter. That's per year. That's a commissioner of an organization like the NFL. They paying you fifty million dollars a year, OG. One of the and and he's he's essentially the CEO of one of the most successful businesses in America. That, that's that, exactly that's, right. That's what it is. Because the owners pay him, and uh, he works for the owners. He don't work for the players. He works for the owners. So, but he comes out there, man, and when they boo him, he eats it up. He loves it because he know that my bills are paid and my lights are on. Right. I, 
that's you know, <laughs> and his island is bought for. It, yeah, right. right. So you know, uh, and they bring out uh, just talking about the spectacle of it. They they lead up to it. All the all the sports shows are talking about it all month long. To to it comes up. There's people buying jerseys just for the event. Uh, they have special guests there. They have music going. It's a whole weekend of NFL draft. This is just drafting the players, and it's a big event. OG, it's it's very much a fashion. It's fashion focused more now than it has been in years past. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong, Dion. All those years ago, I mean, he was looking fly, yeah. but. I feel like every player now has to be just in this custom made with the jewelry and the yes. bling and, and that's cool and all. Um, but man, it's, it's just, it's a place to be seen just as much as it is to, to be involved in the fandom. No doubt. And when they come out, they be sitting in the green room. They like OG say they got, they dressed to the nines and a lot of them boys ain't got no money, but that store that they got that suit from, no, they finna get some money. Here, here's your suit. Here's your car. I know we're gonna get paid next week. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, you know, they they have now. And the good thing about it too is when you know it changes those guys and those families' lives. The money that they're gonna sign for, you can see the whole family. There's uh draft parties all over. Uh, the, country. the country and matter of fact i got a friend of mine she she went to uh i think they're in columbus this kid out of uh i forget what high school but he went to tennessee and then he transferred to oklahoma his name is uh one yay mars and she went to his draft party and uh matter of fact she facetimed me and i talked to the guy on the phone so he's looking to go probably this round maybe a third round pick but for the weekend they in a uh airbnb whole family got the food got the drink everybody there for this kids wanye morris that's his name wanye morris he's gone from boys to men to it's, it's NFL. not that it's not that it's not that one but this you know i think he's like six three 330 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's a big lineman. He was at Tennessee, transferred to Oklahoma. And uh so uh, again, a draft party. <laughs> you know, at, at at an Airbnb. Again, there's another example of that, OG. I, I think it's it's my favorite thing is when you say, yo, they their mama's crying, their sisters are crying, <laughs> and you know, everybody's gonna get paid. Yeah. Everybody gonna get paid. <laughs> right. Everybody gonna get paid, Nick. Hey, I, I once cried when I got a nice paycheck, so I get it. You know, it was an, an extra twenty dollars on it. It was great, man. <laughs> the the one uh, thing I I respect the league for doing is is honoring those three Virginia players yeah. that that got that passed away in the shooting. Yeah. I thought that was a very classy move. Yes, um, and just so so you know, as much as much as we talk about the NFL and it's being greedy, and I I think that was a very nice. Um, you know, moment, especially for those kids' families um, to, to take part in. Yeah, they, you know, the league, they try to touch on current events and uh, especially things that of that magnitude to try to show compassion, I believe. They, you know, if you, if you look at Roger Goodell, he seems to be a very uh, level-headed guy, you know, and they try to show compassion toward different in different areas of the world about promoting that shield. You know what I mean? Yeah. They promoting that shield. So, you know, it's true that you say that. You know, one thing I do want to say, though, um, if any of you guys start making some money, um, I could use just a couple bucks, you know, throw it towards a brother. You know, just if you want to sponsor a podcast, I got you. All right. Uh, OG, is he your brother? No. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. <laughs> All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, some of the most exciting times in sports. If you got some, type in the decks and let us know what it is or, or hit us on the app and let us know. All right, back. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the LeVette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. 
We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the LeVette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to do baseball in random. All right, we are back. <laughs> Dick, what you doing to me? Bro, man, I'm sober over here. I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I'm kind of messing up a little bit. Just to answer a question to one of our chatters, we are going to get to baseball, but a little bit later. Uh yeah, I guess we're about to talk about hockey. So. Yeah, yeah, we going to baseball a little bit later. We we, we got it for you. Stay stay with me. Uh, we what we want to ask. I tell you what that that person that uh, typed in, type in and tell us what some of your fondest memories and some of your most exciting times in sports in sports history that you know about. Uh, OG, what's some of yours? Uh, I think. The, the the iconic a couple of the iconic moments that I I remember are the Jordan shot over Craig Elo uh-huh uh, in game six against the Cavs um I re- oh, gosh there's a couple I think Boston being the first team to come back in the ALCS well the in the championship series Boston was the first team to come back from being down three to three zero yeah. to win the series um Gosh, man, I, I, you, you share one. I'll think of a, a one or two more. All right, I'm gonna go to Dex though. Dex, you got one? Yeah, I was in high school watching the Colorado Buffs win the national championship or co-national championship, whatever. But it was on that one pass from Cordell oh, Stewart. Oh, Cordell Stewart. Yeah, yeah. and wow. uh, it, that hail mary went right in. Yeah, man, that yeah. was that was nuts. My voice is still sore from screaming uh, that day. So. Yeah, that was. I, that was. That was against over. Michigan. I remember that all too well. Oh yeah, no doubt. Go Buffs. Uh, well, I, you know, I guess mine is. I'm gonna go back to when the Atlanta Braves went from worst to first. We had been losing for years. Uh, we brought in Terry Pendleton. We brought in um, uh, Rafael Bellyard, and we brought in uh, Sid Bream. At first, it yeah. it, it completely changed the dynamics of Braves baseball. And we, you know, we went from, from worst to first in 91. 91, yep. And then we were just, we set the standard for the 90s. And we only won one World Series, I know, but we won 14 um, division pin, uh, uh, titles. And we should have won at least three World Series because we were in five of them. Remember my uh, tell me why I'm wrong about the biggest letdown yes. of the decade. Yeah, I remember that. This holds true. Yeah, this holds true. But that was such an exciting time in Atlanta because getting a Braves ticket was hot. Uh, uh, there were uh, uh, baseball card shops popping up all over the place. Uh, you know, I, it was just it was just incredible the the atmosphere. Everybody was being nice, talk, talking about the Braves, man, and it, it was just an exciting yeah, time. Doing the me. chop, I yeah. mean, everybody doing the chop. Everybody, everywhere. it was everything going on. That was that was just such an exciting time for me. So you know that that that's for me. I, I and I was in the middle of it. You know, I was at the games. I was staying up all night uh, watching uh, watching the big hit, and and then when. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the kid got the big hit and knocked in Sid Bream. Oh my God. That was like, oh my God. You talking about Andrew Jones? No, it no, wasn't no. Andrew Jones. I, I forget that. Uh, was it Mark Lemke? No. No, it was, he was a, 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 a Dominican player. I forget his name. I'll think of it in a minute, but 
he got that hit, man, and it was just – I remember in my house, we were cracking up. Me and my kids were jumping up and down like crazy. It, my my sister called me from Indiana. I mean, it was just, oh, they did it. They did it. They, you know, so it, for me, that was it. Yeah. Well, you know, you're talking about exciting times and Dex talking. Let me tell you just the ongoing, the most exciting time in sports – is playoff hockey. And I'm going to tell you why. There is, you know, basketball, there's timeouts and they're, they got to stop and go over to the foul line and shoot the foul shot. And, you know, baseball, we long debated about baseball being a slow game. You know, football, same thing. There's, there's a lot of excitement in, and then in between plays, it's a lull. Yeah. There's none of that in hockey. The puck is almost always moving. They don't really have timeouts and they do not stop play for hardly anything. And then you add in some, you know, it's playoffs, so the tensions are high. So there's a lot of extra fights and penalty minutes, but constant action. You, you, it's not like you can go get up and go to the bathroom, go get a drink because you're going to, you could miss a goal and goals are, are so important because there's not that many of them that you got to be there to watch every single one. So the, the, the atmosphere in playoff hockey. Oh, I just, I wish the Thrashers were a better team while they were here because I feel like if you can be in the in the arena for playoff hockey, it's going to change your your attitude towards it. Well, you know, the Thrashers were a playoff team there for a couple of years. They had a they had a couple of good teams. You know, they remember when they had Danny Heatley, yeah, and all of them and um so but, you know, hockey, I'm sure I've never been to a hockey game. Oh, it's nuts, man. And, and that's what they say. But I, and I I used to watch hockey as a kid growing up. I watched the Atlanta Flames. And so I, I you know, but I, to go to a hockey game for me, I don't know. I'm sure it would be interesting. But when I go to a game, I'm going because I'm, I'm, I'm invested in it, the Hawks. The Falcons, the break. I mean, I'm not invested in hockey. You know what I mean? So for me, it would just be an experience that I could talk about. Well, now you know what uh, most fans of baseball feel like. <laughs> what do you mean? You mean because they're not invested in it? Yeah. They're just drunk. No, 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 no. I say some fans. I won't say most fans because – People love baseball, and I will say that since they got the pitch clock and all that, I think it's brought more interest because the games are over in two hours and ten minutes. So, so go ahead and say it. I told you, I told you that last week that I was right. Well, I told you. Well, no. I, I I said I agreed with you. Yeah, I ain't gonna say you was right. <laughs> that's <laughs> as close as you're gonna get. That's man. right. But so, if you but if you like hockey, you know, tune into the playoffs because they're on they're on ESPN too. I will say they the it it can be a little challenging to keep up with where the puck is, especially with all the bodies and them you know in a big clump. But just give it some time, and it is like think about how dog tired you are, you would be. So some of these guys in line shifts, and I mean, they are yeah. just puffing and huff, you know, huffing and puffing. Oh, yeah. They are gassed. Yeah, yeah. because that, it, they do some hard skating and then the checks and all that. Yeah. So so just give it five to ten minutes, T-Bird, tonight or tomorrow, and just just give it a shot. Yeah, they're give only on shot. the ice for like two minutes at a time, right? Two minutes, 30 seconds at, at the time. most. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. a long one. That's a long, that's a long shift, shift, yeah. They no, they're on the ice for. Uh, no, no, no. We're no, talking no. about the per, line. per shift. So oh, there's, oh, what, the there's, oh, there's really? a line of people, like they five people. Out, they right? swap yeah. out. Yeah. So, so there's there's uh, on the the three offensive players. There's four of those, and then defense. There two defensive players, and then there's three defensive lines. So you got four offensive lines, three defensive lines, and you're constantly switching out bodies. So ninety seconds is is about average for a shift. Yeah. For yeah. any of those, but think about it when the pucks down at your goal nobody's nobody's coming off the bench because you got to get guys off the ice before right. anybody can come on it right and so there's some some long shifts when uh when the puck is in in your zone you can't get it out yeah you you got to understand what being off size is you know at the blue line and all that. i used to watch hockey when i was a kid atlanta flames i watched them every sunday I, that's because i'm a sports nut but as i've grown you know it's just not a priority of mine now 
Uh, I got a couple chatter stories. Uh, I got a good one from Mama OG. Uh, she says, when the Cubs came back from one to three games down in the World Series, then won in extra innings in Game 7 after a rain delay. When Kentucky winning the March Madness final game with the shortest team in the tournament, when the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup in 2015. All right. That's actually when she first learned about hockey from a colleague and her kids. And then Tim Jones said uh, one of the best was when Dave Waddle went from last to gold in the Olympics. Uh-huh. I don't know who okay. Dave Waddle is, but that sounds awesome. Okay. And then Mama OG comes back with a win. Secretariat won the Kentucky Derby, despite all the hoopla about all the other horses. So. Yeah, I remember when Secretariat won that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, th- those are some uh, good comebacks, guys. Keep them coming. And, uh, yeah, she's Kentucky through and through, isn't she? Hey, you know, OG, are you Kentucky? No. (laughs) What do you say? No. (laughs) So, hey, man, you know, everybody like what they like, and that's what makes sports so great. Uh, You know, you go around around the country and you see all the jerseys from all over, and that's what I love about sports. Somebody's got to be a Cleveland Browns fan. I'm just glad it's not me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Me too. Cleveland <laughs> so, Browns. I cannot believe you went there, dude. Yeah. Or even worse, a Florida Gators fan. Oh, yeah. Well. Too soon? Too soon? So, hey, hey, thanks for those comments, guys. When we come back, we are going to talk about those Atlanta Braves. They're playing good baseball. Lost a tough one last night. But we're right back in New York tonight. So, we'll be back. Talk about the Braves. When shopping for homeowner's insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino with the Levette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. And we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think I'm going to have to get out my fly swat for OG because he's flying around like a fly. Shout out to Nathan <laughs> Chen and his gold medal. All right, guys. Uh, OG, uh, you know, our Atlanta Braves are really playing good baseball right now. We lost a tough one yesterday when Minner came in and gave up five runs in the ninth inning. Oh, my. And you just can't have that. We had a chance to sweep the Marlins, and we let one uh, get by. But we did win the uh, series. Like, that's what you want to do is win those series. So uh, give me some thoughts on the status of the Atlanta Braves right now. You know, I think we came out the gates really hot. I mean, we were were on fire on all cylinders. We've cooled off a little bit, but we've played some very good teams. Um, We we played – Couple games against the, the Padres, we got we got our tails whipped by the Astros. Sure did. But then we came back and won against the Marlins, which we should have won. We should have won, and and we should have you know done the four game sweep. But you know it, it happens. It happens. I think again though, the Mets over the course of the season are are a very good team. Are they playing up to their potential? Probably not yet, but they will get there. And and so. Boy, if we can really knock them in the in the mouth right now, this first series, I, I think that would do a lot for our confidence yeah. in the games ahead. 
I agree with you. And, you know, we're going to get Michael Harris to second back tonight. I'm excited about that. And I got to give some props to uh, the kid that played in his place, Hilliard, in center field. I forget his first name, but he had two home runs the other night against the Marlins, played some outstanding center field. And and and, and uh, so that's what you got to have. And you have in depth when you got injuries. But getting Michael Harris back is going to make that lineup long again with with uh with good hitters if we can get Travis Darno back and uh get our closer is it uh I, I'm trying to be, is it uh Iglesias back uh you know we we're going to be strong and and our lineup is really deep um you know we we the uh Kyle Wright's coming around he pitched good other, yesterday but you know cause of the rain they pulled him out Max Freed came back Hawson you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm still excited about the Braves. Uh, I know the Mets got some injuries, too, but I agree with you. If we can jump on them starting tonight and 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 play well and kind of get in their heads again, like, man, they came back and snatched it from us last year, and now they've beaten up on us again, you know, that, that plays a part because uh, baseball is so much mental. And and I feel like overall we're playing well despite the injuries. So imagine, and again, if we can beat the Mets, imagine what we can do with our our full roster, regardless of of their roster. With our full roster, that's right. We, you know, Travis Darno was on a tear when he got hurt. So, uh, like you say, with our full roster, and that, that that makes that lineup that much longer. You know, when you got when you got a, a, a Travis Darno who's your DH. This, batting over 300 in the seventh spot. Right. I mean, that's pretty darn good, you know. So um, I, I I want us to, you know, we got Von Grissom at shortstop because Arcia is out. So now we really know why uh, Grissom is at short, is uh, was sent down. His glove was hurting him. Uh, I will tell you that when he first came up, he was – Bobbling the ball all over the place. But he has got a bat. He had a couple of RBIs the other day, hitting and running. I mean, he got that bat. We just got to solidify that glove because he's going to be your future. And and we can we can live with – because his bat's so good, Yes, we can live with that. But because our roster is hitting well, I think now's we, the time to develop him and get him ready for – the future well he's getting developed because he right in there you know he he in the he in the lineup every night so he's 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 getting developed but i I'm, I'm still excited about the braves i think we are still the team to beat in the east and uh i'm sure that if we see that we'll probably play the astros again if not now we i'm sure we'll see them uh, maybe in the playoffs, maybe, or in the world series again it could be another world series with the astros and the braves because we are that good I think I I think there's more potential this year than there was last year. I think we can both agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the the Astros have not slowed down either. So yeah, there's there's I can I can see that I can foresee that matchup. Well, baseball is an up and down game, and uh, like you said, we got off to a great start, but you know that that stuff is gonna level out because it's a long it's, season. Uh, well, right? it's 162 games, and uh, Matt. Uh, Olsen got off to a great start. Now he's striking out. That's who he is. You either gonna it's feast or famine with Matt Olsen. You either gonna get a bomb to right field, right center all over, or he gonna strike out. Or double. He seldom hits singles. If you notice that, so uh, you got him in the second spot right now. They may drop him down to maybe the fifth, sixth. I don't like him at four. Because I don't think he drives in runs in the fourth spot the way that a cleanup hitter should. You mm-hmm. know, he'll drive them in in second and 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 later down. But in the fourth spot, you got to have a house in there. And uh, and I got to talk about my boy Ron Lacuna. To me, he's on his way to the MVP if if he stays healthy and keep playing playing great baseball. Yeah, he the guy he has not really slowed down since he's been on a tear since since day one which is what he we need him to be that guy without the pressure that's right like this is just all the proof that we we talked about last year with 
all the pressure on him because he had to be that guy. Right. But so he got to be that guy it's, now. It's refreshing to see him just be able to play baseball. And feel free. He stole two so stole second and third the other night, throwing people out. He hit a 434-foot bomb the other night. I just love watching this guy. I get excited talking about Acuna. That's my boy. Do you hear me? <laughs> that is my boy. And I just I, – when he bats – I stop whatever I'm doing. I don't care what I'm doing. If, if I had to go to the bathroom, I take my phone with me. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot to know. I just love. I, look, I love this guy. Uh, he's everything that a five-two player should be. You got him. He's everything that a five-two player should be, and I'm glad we got him in Atlanta. And Atlanta, I'm telling you right now, you better start working on uh, signing him. Uh, long term, because I don't want no talk about him leaving Atlanta. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to nip this in the bud right nip, now. Nip it in the bud because you got Dansby up there in Chicago being a star. Dansby's got off to a great start. I miss Dansby here. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. I miss him. I wish he was still here, and it's driving me nuts. And when we play the Chicago Cubs, I'm gonna be pissed off because Dansby Swanson is the shortstop for the Chicago Cubs. I ain't gonna lie to you. And, and watch him have an epic series, and he's going to light our butts up. He's going to light us up. He's going to make some plays in the field. He's probably going to get a clutch hit. I mean, I'm just, it's, it's, it's tearing me up. It's just tearing me up. That I'm sick of all this. We got we got that guy that was on first base that's gone to Los Angeles. I'm just – it's just <laughs> showing me should not be named. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about a guy that just got paid in the NFL. <laughs> Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The Levette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678-777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. 777 Hey, this is producer Dex with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I have so much fun watching these guys talk about sports like they're sitting around a water cooler. There are a few things that can compare to sharing your peace of mind about something that you care about. Have you ever thought about telling the world what you know? That's where Podbean comes in. Podbean is a podcast platform that combines live streaming, analytics, a website, and more all in one place. You can create, record, distribute, manage, and monetize your pod from a desktop or phone app. Start with the basic free plan and receive a $100 credit for advertising to build your audience. Now go to the show notes, click on the link, and you will receive $100 advertising credit when you start your podcast today. Also, it's a great way to support the show. All right, guys, and uh, we're wrapping up the show uh, on this Friday evening at the Couch Potato Sports Report. Uh, OG, Lamar Jackson just got paid, baby. Yes, he did, and in a, in a uh, emphatic way, mind you. And, you know, a lot of people are glad that he got paid. I, I do not think his skills <laughs> match the money, uh, but look. I think he needed an agent and every other superstar quarterback got paid in their fourth or fifth year. Like Josh Allen, for example, who was in the same draft class. Um, Josh Allen made 47 million in the, his fifth year in the league, which is his first year on the new contract. And Lamar played his fifth year for option of 23 million. So the difference there, that's 20 to $25 million of lost revenue. 
Now, I will say a 3% agent fee on $260 million contract, $7.8 million. So subtract that. Lamar lost anywhere from 12 to $17 million by not hiring an agent because that agent wouldn't let their MVP play in that fifth-year option without a new contract when he was playing his best football. He did not play his best football last year. So, look, I'm glad he got his money, but I just I think it's bad business overall. I, I have been a advocate for agents and their role in this from early on, and I just – Again, here, this is this is the business that he just doesn't because he's not in that life. He's a quarterback. He's not an agent, so he missed out on even more money. I don't know. I mean, agents get about three percent of what you sign for. Uh, Lamar getting all that money, so he getting one hundred and eighty nine million dollars guaranteed out of a possible two hundred and sixty. Is it 67? Out of a possible 267, he getting all the money, OG. And that's fine. And Deshaun Watson agent doing the same thing. He's getting all that and more because his whole country. But but the thing is, the it was a gamble because Lamar played his fifth year with without right. anything in the future. Right. While these other quarter all the other quarterbacks got a new contract their fourth or maybe early in the fifth year so so they were not at risk lamar yeah. played at risk and, uh, and he lost yeah, money in yeah. that process okay but do you think with an agent he would have got what deshaun watson got i think i think it would his chances were would have been better but i don't know if the, if he would have gotten exactly but i mean he got he played hardball and came out ahead he, he came out ahead so that's a credit to him he, he, you know, he got his money. He, he still, uh, on an average or over the annual, is the highest paid football player in history. So he, he for still now, got, yeah, yeah, for now, yeah, for but, now, yeah. But he was when you put down the names of who was the highest paid players in history at one time. He gonna be one of. Them. And I, I, to his credit, you know, whether he did it by crying or whining, or he did it the right way. He got Zay uh, Flowers drafted, and they signed OBJ. Okay. So, like, I, I mean, that, props to him. Props to him. He's that, got targets now. That's what I'm saying. So, you got to give him credit. And he ain't got to give no agent 3% of his money. Yeah, I mean, I see both sides, to be honest with you, because if he signed for more money and it was guaranteed, his overall money would be more, and it would have only cost him 3% of whatever it was. Right. Whereas, yeah, he saved himself 3%, and he's sort of in – command of his own thing but the gamble it, it is was it worth it was it worth it you know it's, and this time think, he came out ahead i think to him it was worth it I, I i i think to him it was worth it because uh again 189 million dollars guaranteed that ain't 189 dollars <laughs> right this is very true that math I, does math so. it's just it's the the peace of mind to know that you've got a contract and then can cannot worry about that because remember towards the tail end he there was some locker room uh you know questionable locker room that he still had the locker room because he may or may not have not played when he could have because he still didn't have that's his true i agree with that but i also think that the players tend to stick with the players they glad that lamar got that money because that means that they're going to get more money at some point. Uh, the, the the players in general. You, you understand what I'm saying? So players are always happy that another player got his money. If you hear them talk, they'll say, well, I, you know, I hope Lamar gets his money because that means that if I get in a situation, I'm hoping that I get my money as well. Right. We, well, they want the league salary cap to increase. Yes. Because, yes. But, but now, just like we've seen in history – Quarterback signs this the new biggest deal, and then they the team doesn't have any money left to to get a supporting cast. Well, that's you know uh, the the Ravens seem like Ozzie Newsom and all them guys. They seem like they know what they're doing up there because yeah, they they've always had a a, a a fairly good to decent to better team, and uh, you know they they got some Lamar some help, and I'm Lamar sound like he happy, you yeah. know. 
A month ago, he sounded like he wasn't happy. <laughs> right. But now, like when he talked yesterday, shoot, he was, hey, man, I'm in. I'm up. I'm yeah, ready. Of course he I mean, yeah, that check hit the bank. He yeah, was, especially, he when he looked at, especially when he looked at his account. Shoot, I'm, he was happy now that Billy Goat didn't bob wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's five years, 260, so it comes out to 52 a year. 52 a year? I mean... I mean, if he if he balances a checkbook, he can live off of that. You know, I really think so. Right. Yeah, OG, what it, what could you do with fifty two million dollars a year? Any damn thing <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Bro, you know what I would do? I would I would produce podcasts all day. Oh yeah, yeah, and just get drunk. Well, you know? that's what you can do that for a, a mere you know minimum wage. Like like maybe I don't, I don't know. So but, you're telling me I'm living the dream now? Yeah, you don't need fifty two. Uh, you know, fifty two million. You I'll, can just do it right now i won't i won't even try to wake up from this nightmare how's that <laughs> well i tell you what i do is i would uh have these wonderful camps these couch potato camps that i want to have basketball football and and baseball and it would only be so many uh kids uh you know per session and they would be i would have quality uh players and coaches in there teaching these kids how to play these games the right way you understand up from 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 uh from sportsmanship to to the love of the game to the the way you feel a ground ball the proper way you feel a ground ball the proper way you shoot a basketball uh, the proper way you tackle you will be getting the 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 best from the best minds to teach these kids how, how to do play these games at a successful rate. And I will get so much pleasure out of knowing that I'm a part of something like that because sports play such an important part in our society, you know, and know that you can go to this place and it ain't this wild stuff like a lot of this AAU stuff. You got a thousand games going, ain't nobody teaching nobody nothing. So anyway, that's what I do with my money. But uh, guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here. But before we go, I want to give you a reminder of the Bridge in the Process money-making event that's going to be in McDonough, Georgia, May 27th from 10 to 4. We will be there from probably 10 to 2. Come on down, uh, get some T-shirts, get some food. They're going to have booths set up. You can buy all kind of jewelry. You can buy all kind of t-shirts and everything so it's gonna be an event if you're in that area please check us out the couch potato will sports report will be on the move t-bird and dex will be in the house dex will be signing autographs and you can have it any kind of way you want it how about that <laughs> just keep in mind i am married <laughs> but anyway guys we want to thank everybody for joining us joining us this week thanks for all the people that chimed in and we will see you again next week Friday at six o'clock. Oh, Junior, what you got? Hey, you nailed it. We <laughs> on out. All right. Dick. Hey, catch us out on the uh, couch spot. Um, if you want to start a podcast, click on our link for Podbean and definitely uh, review us. Share us with a friend. We'll see you then. Thanks a lot.